Hey guys, welcome to episode number 9 of the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 and 10. I'm John Boyce, the owner and primary writer and host for the Brainiac Trivia League in Middle Tennessee. For the week of January 24th, 2022, I asked 128 questions and what follows are my favorite top 10 in 10 minutes or less. Let's do it. Number 10. Multiple choice to get us going this episode. Which of the following movie franchises is credited with the most sequels? James Bond, Godzilla, or Friday the 13th? Which of the following movie franchises is credited with the most sequels? With 36 total films, 4 Hollywood productions, and 32 in Japan, Godzilla, the correct answer. Number 9. Animals in Nature for number 9. What well-known, smaller breed of dog takes its name from an English reverend who originally bred the dog? What well-known smaller breed of dog takes its name directly from an English reverend who originally bred the dog? The reverend's name, exactly, Jack Russell. He lived from 1795 to 1883. Number eight. Oh, number eight. She's a beauty. Geography. The world's least salty seawater is found in the Gulf of Bathina between what two countries? The world's least salty seawater is found in the Gulf of Bathina between what two countries, Sweden and Finland? The right answers. Number seven. Food and beverage for this one. After the chicken, what animal is slaughtered the most in the U.S. for food consumption? After the chicken, what animal is slaughtered the most in the United States for food consumption? Now, a cow would make sense, but when you really think about it, one cow feeds quite a few people, so the smaller animal is really probably what's going to do it, in this case, the turkey. Number six. Going to history for this one, what U.S. president once survived two separate assassination attempts in 17 days? Which U.S. president once survived two separate assassination attempts in just 17 days? Gerald Ford. Number five. One of my favorite categories, music. What song was released on Bruce Springsteen's debut album and went on to be covered by another band four years later, giving him his only number one hit? To clarify, the number one hit came with the second band that covered the song. What song was released on Bruce Springsteen's debut album and went on to be covered by another band four years later, giving him his only number one hit? 
Pretty crazy to think Springsteen's only had one number one hit, and I know I'm going to rub a lot of people the wrong way when I say this. I've never understood the fandom behind Bruce Springsteen. I know that he's a good musician, he's a good singer, he's a great songwriter, but 40-plus years, I haven't quite understood that. But I do enjoy Manfred Mann's Earth Band's cover of Blinded by the Light. Number four. We're going to stick in music for number four, winners of nine Grammys. What rock band is the only group to have played on all seven continents, including Antarctica? Winners of nine Grammys. What rock band is the only group to have played on all seven continents, including Antarctica? Kind of funny, they did this specifically because they knew they would become the first ones to do it when they were in Antarctica. It was mostly roadies and scientists. There's a crowd of about 100 people. Uh, but Metallica, believe it or not, is the only group to ever do that. Number three. Into the top three, let's go back to history. Who are the only presidents to share a last name and not be related? Who are the only presidents to share a last name and not be related? That would be Andrew and Lyndon B. Johnson. Number two. Miscellaneous for number two of the people pictured on U.S. paper notes, $20 and less. Which one claimed that paper money is not real money? Of the people pictured on U.S. paper notes, $20 and less, which one claimed that paper money is not real money? The often very quotable Mr. Andrew Jackson. Number one. And for our number one question for the week of January 24th, we're going to go back to music for this one. What classic song has a whistle at the end that was initially added as a placeholder until the singer got back from a road trip to add a fourth verse but tragically, the singer died in a plane crash, leaving the now famous whistle at the end of the song. To clarify on this one as well, this is a, a human whistle, not like a train or anything like that. It's an actual human whistling to end the song. What classic song had a whistle at the end that was initially added as a placeholder until the singer got back from a road trip to add a fourth verse, but tragically the singer died in a plane crash, leaving the now famous whistle to end the song? I, I hesitate to tell you this because it's one of my all-time favorite songs. Everybody loves the whistle at the end, but when you know this information, it kind of makes it a bit depressing. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. Now, as the story goes, Otis really liked to improvise some of the verses in his songs. So he wasn't quite ready to add a fourth verse. So he said, I'm going to go out on this, this trip, play some shows, and I'm going to add the fourth verse when we get in. What's crazier is he's not even the one whistling at the end of the song. Tragically, he died in a plane crash right around Madison, Wisconsin, and was never able to finish it. So hopefully now you can still enjoy that song. But I know for me personally, now whenever I hear that whistle, I can hear it in my head as I say this. It's going to have a little bit of a different meaning to it, knowing that uh, it was just a placeholder and there was another verse coming. But still, uh, one of my all-time favorite songs.
Time for our disclaimer, guys. To the best of my knowledge, these questions are accurate. I research and write questions all the time. I asked all of these to the general public and did not have any pushback on any of them. If I ever do, I won't put them in the podcast. With that said, of course, things sometimes are not exactly right, but hopefully uh, you don't have any problems with these. Hey, if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, I'd love for you to come out and participate in my Brainiac Trivia League. It's free to play. We have theme nights. Follow us on those socials for all those updates. If you're outside of the Middle Tennessee area, just subscribe to the podcast and hopefully you are enjoying that. I'm John Boyce and this has been the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 and 10.